and I have an obligation to look at innovation for the credit union movement as well. All right, welcome back to the newest episode of CU Lead. And as you'll recall, we focus on credit union leadership and the impact those leaders make within their communities. Today, my guest is Miriam Ackerman. Miriam is the co-founder and chief strategy officer of NetGiver. Miriam, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on today. Well, Glenn, I'm honored to take that you'll take the time to talk to me today. Well, let's, uh, let's in the interest of your time, because I know there's a lot of nonprofits to serve, and based on your calendar I've seen in the past, you're an incredibly busy professional. So I'm going to jump right to it, if that's all right with you. Oh, absolutely. Go for it. So talk to us a little bit about your background, maybe a, a little hel helpful hint uh, for you to sort of guide your answer is, how many years have you been engaging with or influencing the credit union industry in some way? Well, I'm actually quite a novice, especially if we talk about the credit union space. I'd say it's been about five years that I've been in some way um, engaged with or aware of and really working with credit unions. Um, but prior to that, um, I am I consider myself industry agnostic. I've always been in innovation and collaboration um, from the arts industries, uh, the creative industries, to sports, to healthcare information systems and technology. Um, and so when coming to the credit union space, it really brings together, it's an opportunity really for, for me to bring together a number of those um, approaches when I look at security, when I look at compliance, but when I look at innovation and collaboration and working together across, um, across, you know, potentially competing spaces, um, so so credit unions have just been a natural fit for me in the last five years. Well, you know what's interesting about that? I didn't know that about you, Miriam. But Credit Union Nation, more than ever is welcoming diverse backgrounds. You know, we used to see an industry full of veterans, uh, but having a perspective that's unique is going a long way. Uh, and I'm speaking from experience, having worked in this industry for 28 years, uh, but also having talked to many guests that do come to us from, from outside the business. So thanks for telling me that. I didn't know that about you. Well, Glenn, if you want a, a totally different perspective, uh, just before... Uh, working in the credit union space, I actually come from a circus. So uh, talk about high wire and a different perspective of the world. So normally I have something cool and pithy to say when people answer me with a completely out of left field kind of an answer. But that one I have zero response for, Miriam. The circus? <laughs> yep, a circus. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We're going to let that one, we're going to put a pin in that one. Um, but let's talk about innovation. How important is it for you to be fostering innovation as an aspect of your role as the chief strategy officer? Uh, absolutely imperative. Um, but I actually think um, that it's broader than that. And I have an obligation to look at innovation for the credit union movement as well. Um, I have been fortunate 
for the past 24 years, I've worked in innovation, again, across different industries with different focuses. But um, NetGiver is absolutely about flipping an idea on its head and approaching a problem with a new lens and a new perspective and innovating on that perspective in a way that can support the shareholders, the stakeholders of, of our communities. And that for NetGiver is our credit union members, the credit unions themselves, nonprofits in our community, and then community members at large who may or may not yet be affiliated with a credit union. And having those different audiences has been very important to, to try to explore the unique uh, position of each of them, to innovate in a way that resonates with each of them. But even more, I think NetGiver is just an example of what can be done in the credit union space when you start to innovate and collaborate with multiple institutions, multiple credit unions, multiple QSOs, um, when you start to reach across again and, and see what is better for the entire movement than just for our individual branch. And, and really that's where NetGiver came out of. It was a concept with one credit union in Minnesota who has a strong history in giving back to their community. A, a, a saying of, we can solve a problem for a community that hasn't been solved before. But they actually said, we, act, we, we feel this is, this is credit union nationwide. This needs to be something that we bring out to all credit unions everywhere to support our communities and strengthen it. And so being given that initiative and that agenda, essentially, I I, my responsibility is to then go innovate and make that possible for, for every credit union, every credit union member, and every community member out there. I love that answer. There's something that I'm gonna share with you and it shouldn't be a, a, a dirty little secret, but that is, I talk to lots of guests and I talk to leadership across Credit Union Nation. And what they tell me is part of their mission statement is to serve the community greater than they have the year prior, uh, which I love. I love that the ante is constantly being upped, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. this I is- yeah, yes. So do I. Um, and this is no disrespect to any credit union whatsoever, uh, but they need help in doing that, in my opinion, and theirs, frankly. So while it is a great mission statement, I think what they would admit is they don't know how to go about uh, increasing community awareness and increasing philanthropic giving. So, so talk to me a little bit about your company's connection specifically to the credit union industry and how you have an opportunity to help them lead? Interesting question there. I think, um, I think well, it's, it starts with us being a QSO. NetGiver is a credit union service organization, which is, I think, uh, an underused, underexplored space. Um, QSOs are an opportunity to uh, share in collaborative services because no shame to somebody who doesn't know how to do better for their community than the previous year, but it's so difficult quite often. Our resources are limited, our time, our energy, everything is limited, especially time. Um, and so a QSO offers that ability to be a cooperative and share resources. So whether it is um, a, a title company 
right? Or something like us that is a totally new exploration of how do we engage our communities. I think CUSOs offer this opportunity to, um, to I'm going to overuse the word collaborate, to come together, to allow leaders in credit unions to make their resources go further, including their own time and energies. Um, it allows um, uh, credit unions to explore things that they haven't before. With something like NetGiver, a totally new concept, it allows credit unions to dip their toe without having to build up an entire platform all of their own or entire program all on their own, which at the end of the day doesn't make sense. Why, why innovate in a box, right? Why keep everything to yourself? So, so with NetGiver being a QSO, we are able to serve our credit unions um, and, and engage with them and support them in their own mission, to your point, of, of doing better for their communities than they've done the year before. And, and really, I think that's the opportunity to continue build and grow and, and uh, give back to this movement that is constantly supporting its members. You know, Miriam, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about how cumbersome the process of giving has been and why the ability to do so can be intimidating for independent credit unions, but it sounds like uh, the solution you're providing streams, streamlines that a great deal and does in fact enable them to meet their giving objectives. Oh, absolutely. But I think it, it, it's an opportunity to go even further with, with what our giving does. So NetGiver it is at the end of the day, just a, a quick version of it. It's a charitable giving platform. It's a way for for individuals to donate to any of the 501c3s they care about, all supported and branded to their credit union. But it allows a credit union to take uh, what they're currently doing. Say, credit union um, wants to make a donation to the local homeless shelter, right? Um, or the local food bank. They write a $10,000 very generous and, and very lovely gift, a $10,000 check to the food bank. They hand over that check, they take a photo op, um, and, and that's it at the end of the day. It gets posted on social media, it gets some likes, and we're great. That's fantastic. However, with NetGiver, we can take that engagement even further, right? And it, it extends that cooperative, collaborative movement to our membership now as well, um, and takes what a credit union is already doing, say that $10,000 gift, and saying to our members, hey, we care about what you care about you help us direct this. So we're going to match your donations to the causes that you help support. We're gonna be more aware of what philanthropy matters to you as an individual, you as a member who's chosen us as your financial institution. Um, because at the end of the day, credit unions themselves are not for-profit financial institutions and really can um, go do something different when it comes to uh, financial decisions on philanthropy. And so, yes, I, I'm sorry, that's my little soapbox. I, I get very passionate about what we do, but I do think it, it can help support credit unions in the mission they've always had and just taking it a, another big leap forward. Well, soapboxes are allowed on my program. And uh, just as I close, I'm gonna give you one more opportunity to stand on your soapbox. But, but just before I do that, I have one question, and this is just sort of dawning on me as I'm listening to you. You know, it, it's a bit hard-hitting in the sense that we've had some sad events happen over the last couple of years, 
that have led organizations to really step up in terms of their corporate social responsibilities. Uh, but at the same time, we've had a lot of celebrated events too uh, that are abs- absolutely worth talking about. Are you seeing that the credit union industry in particular is choosing to prioritize community engagement perhaps more so now uh, than they ever have? I think we've all as a nation had a rude awakening. And I think that yes, credit unions are starting to um, own their space a little bit more. What I don't wanna see happen is that um, since everybody is becoming more aware of of corporate social responsibility and and so many of these buzzwords are actually coming up, I don't want the good and the wonderful things that credit unions are doing to be eclipsed by the banks out there, the neobanks. So yes, while I do see credit unions owning that space more and leaning into it, I think there's huge opportunity um, with the way that consumers are making decisions these days more based on values than even on cost alone for a credit union to to really stand on the why of a credit union of being able to serve their communities and being able to really lean on it so that you are not eclipsed by the big banks and and coming together cooperating towards that is the is really the way to do that one single credit union alone won't stand against a Bank of America or Wells Fargo, but as a, a credit union nation, the credit union movement, uh, leaning into philanthropy, leaning into our corporate social responsibility, if, if we do need buzzwords, um, leaning into values alignment is, is really an opportunity that, that we are starting to grasp and can, but can go so much further with. Uh, that's a that's a fantastic perspective, and I love that you're supporting uh, community engagement, uh, working even more today than it has in the past. Because I don't think any one of us would look at credit unions and accuse them of acting irresponsibly whatsoever in a past life. But the fact that we've ratcheted that up even more uh, is is admirable for the entire movement. I, I've right. never met. Selfish credit union person, actually. Um, so, I know. So I agree. Yeah, it's great to go to work every day and surround yourself with fantastic people. Mm-hmm. All right, here comes your opportunity to stand on your soapbox. Um, I don't know, do you have a box of Kleenex with you right there, Miriam, or not? <laughs> I'll find something. Okay, all right, fair enough. Because in no way, shape, or form uh, are you required to be emotional, but sometimes this can get emotional. Uh, I want to make certain that I'm doing a service for you personally. I want to give you an opportunity to plug a nonprofit organization that is personally dear to you. So can you mention one and talk to us about why it's important to you? And then uh, as importantly, perhaps how we how we could all learn more about them. Sure. Um, and, and I'm sorry to be a little bit of a downer here. Sure. I love my puppy rescues. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a former foster and I have a rescue pup, but I'm going to pick one here that's a little bit heartbreaking. Um, And it's called the Center for Victims of Torture. Based here in Minnesota, what the work they do is immense. Um, Just with that title alone, you can imagine the kinds of horrors that that, uh, the people who volunteer there and work there are dealing with and how uh, they provide resources for people to heal after coming out of situations that are 
unimaginable for most of us. Co completely, we could not grasp so many of these situations. So Center for Victims of Torture, I first learned about it actually through my younger brother when he worked for that organization. He's he's one of these real strong do-gooders out there in the world. Um, and he became very passionate for the work they do. He shared that with me and, and I absolutely agree. So uh, cvt.org is, um, is the website for Center for Victims of Torture. And just, I wouldn't have the strength to daily uh, go to work and do what they do, but uh, it's it's it takes my breath away, and I applaud it. Well, thank thank you for being a caring humanitarian. Uh, I'm glad you shared that with us. Thank you for doing that. Thanks for the opportunity, Glenn. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been an awesome. I don't know. Did we spend 20 minutes together? <laughs> yes, but we get to spend so much more time together on a daily basis. I'm honored. <laughs> right. Well. Um, that is Miriam Ackerman. Once again, she is the Chief Strategy Officer and Co-Founder of NetGiver. Miriam, have a fantastic rest of your week. You as well, Glenn. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye.